Welcome to Casual Conversations, brought to you by Momentum Ministries, helping you attain, maintain, and regain momentum for life. Let's join the conversation with author and pastor Scott Wade, president of Momentum Ministries. Thank you, Amy, and uh, thank you all for listening in today to uh, Casual Conversations. I appreciate you uh, spending part of your uh, day with me. Uh, Recently, I attended General Assembly uh, for the Church of the Nazarene in Indianapolis, Indiana. Now, every four years, except uh, this time it had to wait uh, two extra years because of COVID, but every four years in the Church of the Nazarene, uh, Nazarenes from around the globe uh, gather together in one common location. Not all of us, but there sure were a lot of us. There were 15,000 or so, I think, who uh, came together in Indianapolis. And uh, while I was there, I worshiped the Lord and I uh, had an exhibit booth there, and I met a lot of interesting people. I didn't meet all 15,000 of them, but I'm sure that over a 1,000 came by my booth and and talked to me and others who were representing Momentum Ministries at that uh, General Assembly. And as I spoke with some of them, I captured some of their thoughts. And I want to to take the next uh, few episodes and play back for you some of those conversations that I had at General Assembly. Our guest from General Assembly this week is Reverend Isa Wojcikowski. Isa co-pastors Charleston Iglesia del Nazareno, along with her husband, Bill. Let's listen to what Isa has to say today. This is Scott Wade, General Assembly in Indianapolis, Indiana. I am sitting here with uh, Isa Wojcikowski. It's great to have you here. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Scott, for inviting me again. I'm so glad you're here. Now, we were talking about coming to General Assembly. How many times have you been to General Assembly? Actually, it is my first time. It's hard to believe, but it is my first time, and it really fills my spirit. It is an amazing experience. Good. But it's not your first time behind a microphone, is it? Oh, no, no. It was my living That used to be your living, (laughs) yes, yes. yes. Tell our listeners what you used to do. Oh, I report news. Um, I was an anchor woman too. And, but the best experience for, for me was writing. I mean, writing. Really? That, that was the, the best part of my well, career. I'm, I'm a writer. Did you know that? I know that. Yeah. I, I know you I see books. something that you're holding in your hand. So, we really did that segue well. Yes. We? Yeah. <laughs> I love the you book. You could have written that. Uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, right. You know, when I was a writer, I, I write everything was about bad news. Bad and news. you really get a good news in your books. And that is the thing that I love from your books, the good news. The good, well, tell, Jesus tell us what book you're talking about. I, you've said so many good things about it. I wanted to have you on just to make myself feel better. <laughs> you know, the first time that I read uh, Christmas with Luke or La Navidad con Lucas, I was crying. It was the best experience for my family and I. We, we, we come together every morning for breakfast during the whole season. And it was just an amazing time. We, we share, we, we, we talk about it. And it was a different experience, a different way to see Christmas. And we enjoy, and 
actually we do the, the, we did it for two years consecutive and this is gonna be our third year doing so you're, you've been through Christmas with Luke yes twice already twice and it's gonna be the next one because and we had the you're books. doing it again yes because we had the books in Spanish and we had the book in English my mother speaks Spanish I speak Spanish and my husband speaks English we read it in both language and we share we talk and every time that we have been reading we find something new it is amazing, Scott. We, we really love, and I, I was telling you, our church, the whole church, had a copy of your book. And we um, asked them in the Sunday next after, um, what do you got from the book? And everybody had something really beautiful to share about Christmas. We love your book, and we recommend everyone to get a copy. You actually, I see that you got in Portuguese, you got in Spanish, and you got in English. Yes, and I need to do other languages as well, I've been told, but I don't know. Maybe I could use this as a fundraiser. It will be. Uh, yeah, get on, get on the website and, and give toward the translation, huh? <laughs> actually, Scott, um, this is the best book. And, and, and I am a, a reader, okay? But this is the, the best book that I've ever had in my hands. Because I speak about our Creator. I speak about our Savior. I speak about, it's, it's telling you the story of our living God. And I appreciate what you did. Thank you, thanks. I'm gonna do a Christmas with Matthew, but you've already told me you're gonna go through Luke one more time, <laughs> yes. aren't you? One more year with, with Luke. And I, I am sure that we appreciate um, Christmas with Matthew, but Christmas with Luke is having my favorite book. Well, thank you, I appreciate that. Well, while you're here, I wanna ask you some questions about uh, about the church. Okay. Okay, and, and I know you and Bill are serving as, as pastor and associate pastor. You're the lead pastor at Charleston Iglesia del Nazareno, right? Yes, actually we are co-pastors. You're co-pastors, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've been uh, pastoring that church for how many years? Oh, almost 10. We 10 plan, years. We planned the church starting with the Super Bowls and we planned that Spanish church. And now we are in a new season in our short life. We, we moved to Hanahan, where is the biggest Spanish population. Uh -huh. and Actually, yesterday was the second Sunday that we, we are working in Hanahan. Our, uh -huh. our brothers and sisters, our family church, um, opened the doors for us that we can use their facilities okay. to, to plant a, a Spanish church there. Well, great. So you've been 10 years and then you met in a tent, is that right? Yes. Met in a tent. We are no longer in the tent. No that season tent. is over, but we start in, um, for the first time, <laughs> You got and what we call the real church. You got walls. You got a roof. <laughs> exactly. You got AC. And no ones. <laughs> well, that's great. So, um, uh, what what is the size of your church? And right now we are about 30, 35. 35. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's probably about as much as you could get under that tent, wasn't it? We got like around 55 people okay. in the tent. Uh -huh. Yes, 55. I, that's a small <laughs> yes. tent. You did, you was did well. It 20 by 40. Oh, wow. It's amazing. So do you consider your church small or medium or large? If you are talking about numbers, it will be small. small. If you are talking about passion and, and belief and love and 
kindness, our church is the biggest church in the oh, district. Good. <laughs> That's wonderful. Love and compassion and kindness. Sounds like some qualities that Jesus might want us to have. We believe in the roots of our church. The roots of our church are not only holiness, but compassion, love. Uh, and we believe in our church and the roots with compassion and is to open your doors to everybody that needs Jesus. That is the whole world. So the whole my, world needs Jesus. I think you've already answered my next question, but I'll ask it straight up. Is there a place for a church in the 21st century, a, a church that's maybe smaller in numbers or attendance? Is there I a place really for that? believe in numbers again, a small church, because our mission is to prepare leaders. And you have opportunity to prepare leaders when you are a small group. When you have a big church, you just put the word out. But, but when you are training like we are, um, it's a small church yeah. with a deep roof. So, so the advantages of a small church, what would you say that is? To me, is that you are really training leaders because we are teaching them every, every single thing. We, we are sharing. We are not afraid that somebody is going to take the big church for us. We, we know our mission is to prepare and send it. We don't want it to keep them. Uh -huh. We want it to go and open another space. That is our goal. We don't want it to, to make a big church with weak leaders. We want it to be a, a, a small church with a strong leaders that they are going to be prepared and go out and, and seek the loss. That is our mission. I'm going to ask you about your, your Sunday morning service here in a minute. Uh, but what, what's the greatest challenge facing the small church today? Uh, it could be if you want to see again numbers that uh, sometimes we don't, we don't have a lot of money. But money had been no, um, did not stop us for reaching out. It, you know, with our people uh, had a small jobs or they don't make a lot of the money. But um, our church is not about money. It's about love. It's about compassion. We are together as a family. We are a team. So you learn how to depend on God, don't you? Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. All right, one more question before I let you go. Um, get back to your first General Assembly. Who knows, they might be voting on you right now to be the general superintendent. <laughs> All right? But you do have a larger audience on Sunday morning, don't you? I mean, um, you know, I am recording in the morning for Facebook, for the people that cannot be in church. Uh, we are recording for people that speak Spanish and for someone that don't even go to church. And I keep doing this because I believe that anything that you can do to spread the word of God, I will do it. It doesn't cost any money. I just sit in my chair. I don't. I had my phone, <laughs> and that's it. All right. So before you go to church, you preach your sermon. Yes. Online on in a on short version. A shorter version. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, that means that <laughs> since. I want the people's attention. I go to the point immediately. With my church, I talk to them, you know, I welcome them, and, and I added stories. But 
for the for the live um, in Facebook, I just got to the point immediately. Uh -huh. The good news. Good. All right. Well. Issa, thank you so much for being on, and thank you for your faithful service. We're neighbors, aren't we? we uh, I live on uh, Johns Island. You're yes. over there on, in Hollywood, and or, well, not anymore. You're in West Ashley, West and then Hanahan Hanna Hanna Church. We will so. go wherever God opened the doors. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being on. Thank you. Thank you for what you write. Well, that's a wrap for this week's casual conversation from General Assembly of the Church of the Nazarene. Thanks for listening in. God bless you and have a great day. Are you living with momentum or are you just drifting through life? Our desire at Momentum Ministries is to help you live each day with spiritual momentum. Pastor Scott is a registered evangelist in the Church of the Nazarene and wants to help churches and individuals experience revival. Would you partner with Pastor Scott in this ministry of evangelism? You can do this in a few ways. First, you can pray for this ministry. You can also share the news with those who might wish to call Pastor Scott for a revival meeting. Finally, you can give financially to enable Pastor Scott to go places that otherwise could not afford to have a revival. You can do that on our website, MomentumMinistries.org. 